0: Nice celebrity, very, very funny, comedian, Everybody makes a noise for Stoner Rob. Uh, <clears throat> you bet your ass, I am. How are you guys feeling out here, Mouse? Make it feel good? I love coming to Vegas, bro. We travel all over the place. I love coming to Vegas, because every time I do, I come with my little intern, Jacob. And a lot of people don't know Jacob is gay. And I don't give a fuck if you're gay, black, white, transsexual, bisexual. If you smoke weed, I'm gonna hang out with you. All right? I'll buy you a roach clip that says BF. I'll buy one that says F. We'll connect it and smoke, all right? But Jake's real feminine. He said, don't call me gay. I said, what do you want to be called? He said, I like to be called a fruit. <laughs> I said, why do you want to be called a fruit? He said, because I like to get peeled open, it, plus I'm juicy. <laughs> I said, okay, look, come quiet, get in the car. <laughs> Oh,
1: shit. Yo, 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 man. What's good? It's your boy, Jay bender here with another epi of Cushion Coffee Podcast. If you don't know by now what the fuck is going on, man, we got Stoner Rob in the building, man. Hey. That little skit right there was from uh, Jimmy Kimmel, man. What's, yes, what's,
0: Jimmy Kimmel Live, bro.
1: What's up with that, bro? That shit was amazing. How was that?
0: That was really fun, dude. Like, that was uh, th- that was probably one of the funnest nights I had. Interesting side note about that night, bro. Okay. So before I went to do this, I was doing a huge cannabis party. And we had Wing King uh, Brian, the the ganj father, actually cater the party. No shit. Well, he makes a bunch of gumbo. And he's like, hey, Rob, you want some gumbo, bro? Because he's from New Orleans. So yeah, that's how yeah. it. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob, you want some gumbo, bro? A little bit of suede, Rob. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take some gumbo and it's fucking good, right? So I eat it. And I'm like, that was bomb. He's like, oh, you want another bowl, brother? There's still more. I'm like, sure. And then I eat it, and I have to be at Jimmy Kimmel like at midnight. Oh, shit. And it's like 1030, and I am like, what's wrong with me? I can't like open my eyes. I'm like, bro, I don't know what's wrong. You like, caught the itis? And he's, he goes, bro, well, you ate about 4,000 milligrams worth of gumbo. Oh, I was like, whoa, that was shit. medicated, dude? <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro, each ball's about 2,000 milligrams. I'm like, what the fuck, dog? Oh, so I shit. show up at Jimmy Kimmel. Thank God they got the greatest green room in the world. I show up there, and I'm just like, I don't drink caffeine. And I'm just like fucking two Red Bulls, a monster, like pounding shit (laughs) and just to get back to where i'm at right now like that normalness that straight stone i mean i was done bro (laughs) so to do this was just the greatest thing ever man (laughs) dude that's gotta be fucking crazy oh yeah and then to get to the club you're like i'm here they're like cool this is the bar now to go film you go upstairs Three flights. I'm like, three flights of what? (laughs) Fuck this, bro.
1: (laughs) Damn, fucking 2,000 milligrams, dude. Each bowl. (laughs) Fuck. Damn. And you
0: couldn't taste it at all, dude. So I got annihilated, brother. That's kind of
1: crazy that he didn't say nothing to you while he was giving you bowls of this shit. Like, he didn't even warn you like a fair warning. Let's get this, okay?
0: Not just me. This was a party of like five hundred people,
1: brother. So everybody that ate that bow was fucking getting infused fucking gumbo,
0: and uh, and it's not like certain people ate it because dinner came free with your entrance. Fee. <laughs> so everyone took advantage of that shit. Everybody
1: ate that, especially here in Vegas, right? They were yeah, it was here in Vegas. They were lit, bro. So is, is that like your biggest show you did yet, right? Jimmy Kimmel?
0: Nah. How long have you been
1: comedian, first of all?
0: 13 years,
1: man. Nice. I've got to perform with some
0: of the biggest names. Like, I've done shows with like Cheech and Chong in Vegas here at the Orleans, like sold out theaters. I've got to do theaters with uh, Felipe Esparza. Uh, we just did uh, Seattle last year together, fucking Neptune Theater. Huge, sold out, fucking great show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got to go all over the place and do some crazy shows. Uh, I've got to host the Boston Freedom Rally two years in a row, and that's, like, about 180,000
1: people deep. Damn. That's just cool. Yeah,
0: that's, like, that feeling is crazy. That's, like, concert-type shit.
1: Like, damn, I'm actually somebody. And yeah. Like, damn, like, all these motherfuckers me. Like, you have control over 180,000, <laughs> and you can be like, Everybody's just how doing- you feeling? <sighs> like oh my god the electricity you probably get right I but mean, comedy's
0: humbling bro because you could do that one night and like someone they're seeing but hey you should come do, do you, what are you doing tomorrow and be like well tomorrow's my only night off when you're in town you yeah, yeah. i'll like, oh, come do this one comedy club it's my night i run it on tuesdays or whatever the fuck and you show up and there's like four people and it's a pizza fucking joint and they sell beer only no alcohol oh, fuck. and oh yeah there's kids there and they're like yeah go ahead do it you're like what the fuck is that like how'd i go from 180,000 people, screaming to, people to, this.
1: to this shit dude so it's very humbling yeah bro um the, the, i think the first time i met you right when we were in chicago and you're we at this club and you got hired to be there, and there's like I guess something went bad with the fucking barbecue. Oh yeah. yeah, at the carnage.
0: I'll say, I'll say it.
1: So I was fucking tripping balls at the time we met. So I was on like a, like a whole seven of shrooms at the time. You didn't even know it. I was sitting there fucking frying balls. <laughs> but you were in the back, and we we're in the back by the guy that was grilling fucking hot dogs or whatever. Fucking we we're talking and shit. He's like, and you were just like, dude. I got to start rethinking my comedy thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's like nobody here. Yeah, and then,
0: nobody. And, and, then, it was, <laughs> and then you're like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and those nights <laughs> do suck, bro. And what's crazy is I had just flown into Chicago. That was my first night in. And I was doing that show almost as a favor to the homies because yeah. that's their club. And I'm like, so last night, I'm at the Stratosphere in Las Vegas, L.A. Comedy Club. Amazing show. Tonight, I'm in Chicago Chicago. with nobody the fuck (laughs) here that gives a fuck about any of this. But then the next night, I was at Zany's in Chicago, which was amazing. And then the next night, I was at Riddles in Chicago, and they were amazing. So I'm telling you, it's just like, we're shit sometimes, bro. You're like, this is great show. Sometimes you're like, oh, but you know, like after 13 years, I could, yeah, see, I could you pull could f- in the dry, I could pull in the fucking parking lot It'd and be see. like, this is going to be a shit show, bro. Like, look, like, there's nobody here. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, or like, look at the, just from the, the type of people and like, it, it has nothing to do with like who they are so much. It's just the, how drunk they are <laughs> yeah, or
1: how old they are. You know what I mean? So uh, in the beginning, man, you always been like a, a comedian growing up as a jokester as a kid or what?
0: Oh, yeah. I was always fucking around, dude. I grew up in like a really rough neighborhood. And I was, I was a little gangbanger when I was young. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had even I had gone to prison for cultivation. So for growing weed. No shit. Yeah,
1: dude. And uh,
0: I've gone to jail multiple so times. So where was this
1: at? Where was your hometown? Where were you born? Riverside, California. Riverside, California. Yeah, it's like right by L.A. So at the time, there weren't fucking weed wasn't legal to grow yet? or Nah, what? bro. This is like 06. Oh, shit. No shit.
0: Yeah, this is back in the day, bro. <laughs> I'm a forefront of real Damn, the oh, shit.
1: 06 sounds back in the day. That shit sounds crazy, right? Like, remember, right. When we were fucking living those ages. Or it was just like back in the day, it was like. The 90s, and now it's like literally 06.
0: But even before that, you're like, back in the day, is like 88 <laughs> and shit. Fuck. Yeah, this is 2006, so fuck, dude, we're like 16 years
1: away. No, 16 years ago. Damn. So after that, you got caught and went to jail and all that shit. What happened? I got out... Uh, started working at a warehouse so did you go away for a while or you had to get probation yeah i ended up uh
0: making bail and going on parole so you were 16 no no i was this was 16 years ago oh okay i was 22 okay 22 and bro i fucking uh i got a job i went through like stupid jobs and i was going
1: in and out of jail for all for weed though all for weed. Like every time I've gone to jail it's for weed. That was that's. And I'm in Indiana, man. I said every time I got pulled over, they took me to jail for fucking marijuana. They found a roach too, bro. They took me to jail for that. I'll tell you. I was in
0: California. Mine were always like they found like 26 pounds. <laughs> they found like 35 pounds, four pounds of wax, like all sorts of shit. But <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. I get a job at a warehouse. And they're always listening to this fucking, the same fucking uh, station. And it was KCAL 96.7. KCAL rocks, right? Yeah. And they're having a contest. And I call and I win. So I go there. And when I get my prize, they're like, you get to take the shirt off of a Playboy models back. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like joking, but I'm joking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you better hope you, if you're you have a girlfriend that she don't smell you now because you're gonna smell like her. I was like, she better hope if she gets pulled over they don't smell like me because she's gonna smell like me, man. And they're like, that is fucking hilarious. And they're like, where'd you come from? I was like, Bob Marley's closet. <laughs> They're, They're like, this is great. So we go to commercial. They're like, can you stick around? This is funny. I'm like, yeah. Well, the next week happened to be 420, and they're like, can you come back on 420? I'm like, yeah. Then they wanted me back once a month. Then they wanted me back once a week. Then I eventually just started fucking being a fucking radio personality at KCAL 96.7. So I would be on radio like, hey, what's going on? It's Tony Rob. This is KCAL 96.7. KCAL rocks. You know what <laughs> I mean? No shit. Yeah, so that's where, like, a lot of my comedy, like, ad-lib and, like, quick shit comes from because you always had to be quick. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. we are like – I was with the Stu, Tiffany, and Jimbo. So like you're bantering and you gotta be and like, they always go to you. And then one day Christopher Titus was like, you should do comedy. I was like, that's fucking crazy. I don't even know where to start, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? And the next week the twins, the twins, uh, Corey and Chad, they came in and I was like, Chris told me to do comedy. They're like, you should. And I was like, where do I start? They're like, tonight you're on our show tonight. No shit. Yeah, it was at the improv, bro. So the first time I ever did comedy, like I have like a cheater story, like comedians. Yeah, are I know. Like yeah. Grinded. Dude, I listen hey, to Joe dude. Rogan and
1: Joey Diaz. So yeah. I listen to their comedian and they're coming up to uh, fucking all the stories yeah. of the struggles, dude. Yeah. so like, I got like the cheat.
0: I always tell everyone, I don't, because people are like, what's a good tip to get it? Started going strong in comedy. I'm like, well, don't ask me because I got the major cheat. <laughs> I was on radio and I had great comedians that were contracted through the improv, let me open for them like constantly. Like, I've never done an open mic, yeah, in my life. I've never done an open mic. And I'm 13 years in and I headline the U.S., like, I tour the U.S. headlining. If I'm not headlining, I'm featuring for like somebody bigger names, yeah. 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 So, but. Like right now, uh, I'm here featuring Five Nights a Week, basically for Butch Bradley at the LA Comedy Club at the Stratosphere. That's so, fucking dope. Yeah, it's fucking badass, bro. But like the way I came up, the because I hear comedians like I used to have to go drive 50 miles yeah. to do three minutes at an open mic. I'm like, oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> So how was that like first night at the Improv, dude? Like, oh, oh, bro, I was terrified. So they tell me to be there by seven because the show starts at eight. I'm there at four thirty because I'm so nervous. I buy a beer at the bar next door, and by the time seven comes, I think I only drank like four inches of that beer, dude. And I had a big ass mug, yeah, because I'm just not drinking. I'm like going over shit that I was writing down because I'm like, oh my god, I've never done comedy. Let's write something. <laughs> And the shit that I did back then was so, like, you would never hear me do dumb shit like that. I mean, it got a laugh because you're at the improv. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're at a comedy club, it's way easier than performing, like, at a bar or anything. Because those people came to laugh. Yeah. So, (laughs) but it was just stupid, cliche, stupid shit. Like, shit that would be on a fucking t-shirt or a bumper sticker or your fucking stupid dad would say <laughs> some bad jokes and shit <laughs> but like if your dad was trying to be a cool stoner like if Jeff Spagoli was still a person and aged right now like it was those kind
1: of <laughs> jokes <bro. laughs>
0: like I'll give you one I can only remember one and I'll never forget this and I'm like oh god this was. I can't stupid. believe I'm about to say this and like now who knows now you probably get cancelled for it because I said <laughs> I said uh have you ever smoked weed with a Chinese man? And I was like, Have you ever seen a Chinese guy get Chinese eyes? <laughs> I was like, It doesn't happen. I said, like, They don't get Chinese eyes. They go blind. They go. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And then I was like, Then they get mad at you. They're like, Damn, it's Stoner Rob. I didn't pay $20 to go blind. The next time I give you 20 bucks, I want a massage and a hand job, you stupid fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it was. Oh shit. It was just something stupid. I'm like, now, it was like, even now, I don't want to my own horn, but I'm so good now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even made that after cheating your way like, in. You're made so good that now. Funny <laughs> now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like. I can't, like, Because my timing And my delivery now Is like I don't even know how it, Back quick. then I did it probably stupid Like I did it almost like A delivery Like almost like Knock knock Like have you ever Smoked weed With a Chinese man You know what I mean yeah, Like yeah, stupid yeah.
1: <laughs> It was just stupid it, The delivery was All yeah, fucking crap. Yeah
0: it wasn't there Now I could deliver anything Like yeah. I could read A rice aroni instruction
1: box And fucking make The <laughs> <fucking laughs>
0: laugh Grab <laughs> a skillet
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking uh did you did you guys used to talk shit growing up like to each other
0: oh like, yeah 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 i grew up in the hood and and I, i've always been this size like i'm not the biggest motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. so i would fucking shuffles down just by roasting on them bro like roasting on them like you didn't give a fuck like roast on them bro. Yeah, like, yeah. what and like it just became a thing and fucking i remember uh my dad telling me a story that like I don't even remember this happening but I guess we were fucking around in the rain me and my cousins and we're all fucked up my dad used to just smoke dope with like all my uncles (laughs) and aunts and shit they all blown off of meth and shit and like I run inside and we're all fucked up and muddy he's like what the fuck is wrong like yelling at me like always and he said he said uh he goes, what the fuck do you want to do with your goddamn life? And I'm like six, seven years old. Like, I don't know, like, not shit my pants anymore. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess I looked at him and I said, I just want to make people laugh. You know what I mean? And fucking from then on, I remember just always cracking people up. Making I went people the last clown in sixth grade and I would just always have motherfuckers dying, bro. I would shut teachers down in high school. Like, I'd get kicked out. Like, even to this day, I love... Uh, have you ever been to Dick's here in
1: Las Vegas?
0: Mm-mm. Oh,
1: you gotta go. So, this is my first trip to Vegas. Oh, what? Yeah, dog, So, is... that,
0: let me put you on game to this spot. If you can handle it. My dad can't handle this spot. Like, this will wanted to fight. And I'm like, it's all in fucking fun, Don't yeah. fuck. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It's called dicks. There's two of them here. There's one on Fremont. They just opened, but the original one's in Excalibur. So what it is is you uh, you go in, and they're dicks to you, bro. Like you sit down. Oh, okay. And there's stuff on the table already, but no tablecloth. So they bring your tablecloth. They throw it on the table. <laughs> they're like, go ahead and set your table, fuckers. We'll be back in a minute, bitch. I, don't, I ain't got time for this shit. And they come back, and they're like, you know what the fuck you want, or you're going to waste everybody else's goddamn time, huh? And like they'll be like like they'll look at you and they'll be like, hey Slim homeless. Look at us. This is called food. Have you ever seen it? Like they'll talk shit, dude. But you're allowed to talk shit. Get back back. Oh yes.
1: So, so I great. own these fools, dude. <laughs>
0: Like dude just,
1: you should start like a segment of you going in there and oh, roasting it's them great.
0: and like I know a lot of them now we're cool yeah, yeah. but they see me and they're just like oh fuck, fuck I gotta like, bring my
1: A game yeah, <laughs> Like
0: they know they're gonna get on like this one chick she's really cool uh, but she's a, a little bit well she was bigger but she was pregnant you know what I mean and she walks up she goes oh fuck no and I was like what's up She's like, I I hate seeing you here. And I go, Oh, I thought it was because they sat us so far and your fat ass had to walk all the way over. And she's like, I'm pregnant. She was like nine months in there. She's like, I'm pregnant, dumbass. I'm like, yeah, like a week. (laughs) And I was I was like, You want me to stand up and find out whose it is? I was like, who in here did this time? (laughs) And And she's like, Well, She's oh like, my God. I- I'm getting married, motherfucker, and it's on Saturday, so you better go faster than you usually do because I ain't got fucking time. I'm getting married on Saturday. And I was like, you getting married on Saturday? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you found a blind guy with no sense of touch? <laughs> She's like, you're such a dick. And she's like, we're getting married at a ski resort. So we get far away from you. I'm like, you're getting married at a ski resort so he could fucking fall and die right away and <laughs> fucking hit a tree. Like I'm so I was like, it's crazy though. And she's like, what? I'm like, that you found a blind person that could ski. That's
1: amazing. You should go. <laughs> That's that's a good spot. I don't know if the boys know about that, but oh, yeah. I'm going to bring that dude, up, dude. you got to go. Because we all like talking shit, too. Like, growing up, man, you had to be quick. Like, the, uh, like I had uncles and cousins and shit. So my son trips out because every time he says something, you know, we we're all sarcastic in the house. You got to go, <laughs> dude. dude. So I got to check that shit it out is, for it's sure. It's Dick's, bro. It's
0: called Dick's Resort. But it's, uh, it's it, I mean, and there's good food, dude. There's good food. There's um, gator bites, lobster, crab legs, steak. Like, oh, but here's the coup de gras, brah. They will make everybody that goes in there a paper hat. And they, they write on them. So they, like dumbasses asses and shit oh, like so that. Like, like yours would say like Geico caveman or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like one of mine said, you, you remember me from to catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, you take your chick or whatever. They'll oh, be like, shit! They'll be like, don't get excited. These, <laughs> these tits ain't real. Like shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Like slept with everybody in here. Like, God that was damn.
1: Yeah, that, that'd be crazy to go check out.
0: You know what's crazy? They do all that. And then I told them, you know it would be golden here is a comedy night. They said, we can't because it's an all- Like, it's a family restaurant.
1: Like, I'm like, what
0: the <laughs> fuck? guys <laughs> are coming over and calling me a bitch? Fucking writing that I've been on to catch a predator on a <laughs> <that> fucking <laughs> hat? <laughs> And you're talking about a family restaurant. Oh, like, my yeah, God. Yeah, because you notice we never say fuck. They don't ever say fuck. Oh, no. But it's like, so what? That separates everything else yeah, that you everything say? everything else is okay. Everything about getting pregnant
1: at like 12.
0: <laughs> 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 They're like, just don't say fuck?
1: Don't say fuck. So you're 22 when you, you jumped in the fucking uh, radio industry, huh? 22. How long did that last before you did the improv? How what was the time frame? From you jumping on that radio station, uh, probably like eight or nine months <laughs> for real. Yeah, <laughs> cheat code for real. Yeah, dude, up, like up, down, down, left, left, right, right. <laughs> hey,
0: look at look at when the missus is calling you on a podcast. You want good gold? Here it goes. Hello, Mariah. You're on the podcast right now. Say something. She's like all mad because this is called cushion coffee and there's no coffee. i will bring me home an ice white mocha, <laughs> fucking no yeah. whip with fucking
1: two pumps with, with
0: oat milk. I'm like, the fuck? And then, you know what? He writes me. He, I, can't I was like, my girl wants to know if they have these coffees. I'll, I'm sure the hotel room has a coffee maker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because uh, we ain't got my setup here. Usually in Chicago, we got to set up. What do you setup, have, like a coffee. press? Like a coffee press? No, I ain't got all that fancy shit. Just a regular curé, you know, or we can make it old-fashioned way with a French press. Like gel? Like pantyhose? And <laughs> <laughs> Swing it around?
0: We got you guys right now. <laughs> let the water get hot. Just leave it in the shower. Just put it in Just let it brew. Just let it brew. <laughs> yeah bro Like this is a fun by the way guys
1: we are in the penthouse of the <laughs> the Mirage of the Mirage the, literally we're in the Mirage of the Mirage we're in the <laughs> I
0: didn't know the Mirage parking lot had a La Quinta <laughs> it's just, this is like a trap motel this is like <laughs> the trap motel I'm telling you you the, could probably walk in this in again it's in the middle of of every hotel on the Strip, and I've I've been coming to Vegas my whole life of living, 36 years, and I have never in my life seen this hotel. I've never heard about this hotel. I've never met anybody even doing meth at this hotel. Like, I've, and I've met a lot of people doing meth in Vegas, and this uh, this hotel is, like, outrageous. Bro, this is like a middle of Are middle. Are they yelling at us next door? I don't know. Are they? I heard something... <laughs> Grief. <laughs> we're gonna get okay guys we're gonna get we're gonna get booed at the la quinta <laughs> la quinta end <laughs> we're gonna die today shit back to uh, back to the uh, all right babe <laughs> i'm going back to the podcast there's no coffee here love you. Love too, bye. <laughs> she was really there guys everyone's like that's not he doesn't have a girlfriend he just has that fucking Sound feature on his phone, so
1: anytime he wants to get out of something, he hits K Love You, K so, Love You. So like Stoner Rob, it just caught on. So other people that people come to like for for marketing reasons, come to you for branding reasons. Oh like brand yeah, that that, that started to take off
0: really. And what's crazy is when I started as Stoner Rob like the thirteen years ago, a lot of like famous comics even were like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like it's gonna limit you to the clubs you could do. And my response is like, well, if the club doesn't want to have me because my name's Stoner Rob, then I don't want to perform in front of the people that are going to be at that club anyway. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It's yeah. not my crowd. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm not going to go to a bar mitzvah and do some <laughs> fucking comedy, man. So, you uh, know what I mean? That would uh, be two dicks getting cut that night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, uh, like, so I was just, start, I was like, no, I'll just stick with my shit, dude. And I stuck with it. And then in the transition, Cannabis became as you guys all know you, I mean we got a fucking podcast now <laughs> called Kiss of coffee. coffee. So like cannabis became insane like I remember coming to Vegas when if you had a brand new pipe never used in its life, a brand new glass pipe that was never touched, never used, right? You did an automatic 2 years and you could do up to 4 in Vegas. In Vegas for a weed pipe. Not ever you could have it could be a small $2 weed pipe and it could be brand new you've never ever even put weed in it and you're going to jail for paraphernalia
1: no way that was back
0: in the day and now cannabis is what either recreational or medical in 37 states out of the 50. so like now i perform fucking everywhere people love me they're like the name stone and rob like like things like this that we have in front of you the flux bong the fucking badass lightning fucking bong.
1: Hey, tell me about this thing right So here,
0: man. This, this thing, remember, what are these called? They were called... I don't know. I used to see them at the, like the museums and Look, I always, I looked up the name like seven times a week and never remember what the fuck they're called. But for the people at home, you remember those little balls with the little electricity, the lightning shooting all over and when you touch your finger, the lightning follows it? Well, we have a bong like that now, you guys. A fucking bong, dude. so like this is just one of the people that we fuck with uh we also have right here the dab x the dab x is your way to dab on the go with no butane no nothing dude it's completely battery operated what do you mean check it out so this is actually a battery component okay you take it out you charge it and if it dies on you you could actually use it while it's charging okay This will fit into any 14. You can get it in 10. You can get it in different sizes. I got it in 14 and you can just go. So yeah, check it out. I'll show you right now. So we're gonna turn this bitch on. Oh, it's on. So five times is on. There we go. Five is on. You can check how charged it is. I charged it on the way over, so it's not fully charged, but four clicks checks out charges. One, two, three, four. So it's at 30%. Two clicks pre-warms it. So it says heating right now. When it goes back to saying dab X, it'll actually be ready to go. And then you actually have a carb in it as well. So here we go.
1: That was a monstrous dab. Here, you want one? There's still
0: a gang left in here. You ready? Yeah. So when that says dab X again, you're ready to go. That's your carb. You got a good 12-second dab on there, dude. It's 12-second rip. Ready? When it says dab X, when it's done saying heating, it'll shake too. heat it up again double click yeah don't hold the carbon yeah
1: just hit it right yeah
0: just hit it until the end then go ahead and blast the carb yeah
1: yeah yeah so this thing looks like something out of a science, <laughs> a science. there you go just
0: keep it like that yeah just keep that bitch going uh, keep going, going, keep going, going, keep going Now, now push it in There you are Oh my god You gotta crawl before you walk <clears throat> And then if you just wanna like Clear it, a little hit you Just hold that in Hold it Holy down
1: Holy shit That's what you guys are all into, huh? The dabbing. Fucking, so um, Uncle Mike. This is Uncle Mike that we, I met, he gave me all kind of dabs at the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: dude, that was mad, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> So I dab on <coughs> scuba squad extracts, bro. <coughs> These are our boys, <coughs> one of our sponsors. Smell that. Check out those diamonds. <coughs> Yeah, that's what you just
1: dabbed, bro. Damn. This shit looks great as, like, real diamonds. Yeah. It'll fuck you up. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty fucking, <laughs> I'm already fucking knowing it right now. <laughs> the first time I did, I smoked out of a nectar, man. Like, uh, um, Oh, yeah, homeboy. nectar collector? Yeah, bro, and that shit fucked me up the first time. We I
0: have did. the electronic nectar collectors with Roken. They're called the Stingers. No shit. Yeah, I was going to bring that, too. That thing's <coughs> badass. It's like a little portable dab straw, but it has a battery. Click it five times, hold the battery down. Hold the button down. Just go to town. Hit it as much as you want straight up. So
1: improv fucking six, eight months after you fucking got into yeah. the radio.
0: And then it took me a year after that to get my own show there. And Man. I've been having my own show at the
1: Ontario Improv for like shit, eight years no shit yeah so what's that feeling like man going up there when you get the like it's awesome bro especially like can you lose the crowd quick too like oh yeah yeah yeah
0: so like comedy's a craft people think we just go out there do the same shit every night or something it's a total craft like you like we'll sit in the back and watch the host the hosts, to me a host in comedy they don't get enough credit like the host has a tough job. A lot of people are like, the host wasn't that funny. His job's not to be funny. Yeah. His job's to be a little funny, but more to test the crowd. He's to let you guys know if, like, tip your wagers and keep it down, blah, 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 let you know that in a funny type way. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's also to test the crowd. Like, a good <clears throat> host will go out there. And slightly do a little bit, little edgy of not racist, but little racial thing. He'll do a little sexual thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: he'll do a little women thing. Yeah. And then he'll listen and we'll watch too. And then when he comes back to the back, like for instance, I'll be, hey, like, they were not feeling that women shit at all, huh? <laughs> There's a lot of chicks to fuck out there. He's like, yeah, I'm like, cool. Good looking the fuck out, bro. You know what I mean? So now I know,
1: oh, most of this crowd is women. So now you got to come up with some different material. Well,
0: not even different. Just
1: jokes that appeal
0: more to them are just talk or I'll even address it I'll be like there's a lot of ladies out here dude I was like oh, good. I gotta st- ditch my set you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like uh, and just totally re- like change it and shit I'm like a lot of comics and they'll be like hey man there's all those ladies you should go out there and hit on them I'll be like not nah, me with my luck this is a lawyer convention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will fuck me up so bad yeah, but not in a good way God. these are not the cuffs I wanted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I just switch it around and shit like that. And like, if I'm headlining, um, you see, there's just a lot of hidden secrets of the craft and comedy. Like, when I'm headlining, I do a lot of, I do a lot of uh, crowd work. Yeah. So if I do it an hour, if I'm headlining, doing an hour, you probably get like 15 minutes of crowd work. And it's I'm like, where are you from? And just come on and be like, no, you're not. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> like, look at him stutter. Like, how the fuck don't you know where you're from? Like, you're put on the spot. I was like, don't play jeopardy bro you can't even name your state let alone state your name <laughs> and then I, like i'll just fuck with yeah, them yeah, yeah. and i'll be like what do you do for a living and like now they're flustered i know it's like a craft yeah, like yeah, yeah. i know how to get them flustered to and, say what i want so i can say what i want yeah you know yeah. what i mean like now i got them stuttering i'll be like so what, what, what do you what do you do for a living I, I, I'm like, look at this. What, what are you witness protection? You don't know where the fuck you're from. You don't know what the fuck you do, bro. I'm like, what? She better be a goddamn owner of a bank. Cause she has to be supporting the shit out of your stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just to run it like that. Yeah. And like, it's fun. Like I could, I, I like to bring everything together. Like the other night I was like, what do you do? And the guy's like, he did this type thing. And I'm like, what do you really do? up. So i am ai am am I'll do electricity I'm like you do electricity I was like that's how you know you're lying <laughs> you didn't even say you're an electrician what's doing electricity mean bro I'm like what the fuck I'm like you're so fucking weird dude I'm, I'm <laughs> like I hope I don't walk under anything you did electricity at we're all gonna die and then like I go to the next person I'm like what did you well it started off with a milkman yeah I go, what do you do for a living? He goes, I'm a milkman. And I go, what? Well, he goes, well, I'm retired. I'm like, yeah, in 1947, when the milk last man. milkman ever. You know what I mean? I said, bro, I said, you got any kids? He goes, no. I'm like, yeah, you do milkman. <laughs> you just don't fucking fess up to any of them. You know what I mean? I'm like, and then, I was like, how the fuck are you a milkman? Where do you deliver milk to? He's like, in the Bronx. I'm like, you deliver milk. People still get milk in the Bronx to their door. He goes, no. I take it to like the grocery stores and stuff. I'm like, bitch, you're a diesel driver. You know, fucking. I said we don't call the Coca Cola driver a soda man, okay? <laughs> and, but it went on. And like then I got the. Uh, I work with the electricity guy. Yeah. Then I met a guy who's a plumber. Then there was a fool who did cement, and I was like, I feel like we're just all here to build a fucking house. I said, you just drop the cement down, we'll get some plumbing laid in. Hopefully if fucker's not lying, we could have some electricity. I said, then when the house is built, I know who will drop us off milk. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: milkman.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. And then, like I ended it like that. I'm like, thank you guys. And that's always like a big high hit. Like yeah, yeah. that's fun. And it's fun because it it's a way to keep sharp with your mind. Yeah. Like Cause up there, like you don't see it in us. We're just like, yeah, okay. Like never break the demeanor, but in our mind, it's almost like a math equation. Okay. He said this, this guy who said something, he, he said this, you I'm going to make him say this shit, talk shit about this. Ask if he has kids. If he does have kids, I'm like, did he go to their preschool? Because that guy's fucking weird. And <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's all running through while they're answering. Like, yeah, I'm from Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> <You're> like,
1: <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Here oh, we go. Okay, then, <laughs> it just starts lining up. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's
0: what's up. Yeah, it's a real craft. And like, but when I feature and stuff, I don't do a lot of crowd work. That's just like a respect thing. We call it leave meat on the bone for the headliner. You know what I mean? You don't. The headliner's doing more time. He probably wants to do crowd work. He doesn't want to, like, so if you go out there and do it all, he's like, hey, what the fuck, dick? (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. What if you fucking, why you eat all the material? Yeah, you talk
0: to everybody. You ask them what they did and where they're from. What the fuck am I going to do now? Piggyback on it. i love to do that, too, though, honestly. I'm a different type of comic. Yeah. I'll be like, did you say you were fucking this?
1: Because... Now I've had longer in the green room to think of more shit. Yeah. It's almost like a cheat. Especially when you go out there more <clears throat> constantly, constantly. You get better and better, better at it. So you still hang around with people who still talk shit with you or what? Like, Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is your wife sarcastic with you? Oh, 100%. Bro. <laughs> yeah, my wife is too. She be hitting me with some jabs sometimes. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that was a good one. Okay.
0: 100% <laughs> she's funny. I forget what she said to her dad. like, you fucking nailed it. I said, I'm not even mad you nailed it. I said, because you know what the key to comedy is? Timing. <laughs> to be, quick. Yeah, be yeah. Like, so I was like, you nailed that shit. I forgot what it was, but she nailed the shit out of it, bro. Yeah, that- and like hanging out with comics, you'll still, you'll still riff like traveling with comics on the road with like professional comedians. We're probably like every waitress's worst nightmare. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all just like being funny. They're like, ah, oh, my shift's almost over. I don't need this stupid shit. Isn't 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 you mean? fucking like, comedians. Yeah, it? just dumb shit we say. Like, My name's Sarah if you need anything. What's your name if we
1: don't need anything? Huh? <laughs> 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 What's your name if we don't need anything? <laughs> Jesus. So uh, fucking growing up, man, did, before you got into comedy, did you have any favorite c- comedians? Yeah. Uh,
0: I used to really, really love um, Richard Pryor uh Rodney Dangerfield like I was a, I, I liked was old good. school yeah, yeah. old school old school Jerry Lewis uh George Carlin uh I was really into like the old school comedy um comedy styles like uh, Lucille Ball the Three Stooges Abbott and Costello just the quick professionalism had me drawn in then I started to watch like uh Robin Williams You know what I mean? And like Mitch Hedberg and uh, Bernie Mac and just some of the greats, dude. And you start realizing what they do. And you're like, dude, okay. Okay. And you pick up all these little tricks. Like to this day, I feature for Butch Bradley a lot. And I pick up so many because he's a vet. Yeah. And I pick up so many little tips. And I've been doing this for 13 years. And I'll see something. And I'll be like, oh, I see what the fuck he did there. I see exactly what he did to that crowd. You know what I mean? To do that. To like take them to a different level. I see what he did. And it could be something from a longer pause. It could be something as easy as just, oh, he did a longer pause. Instead of like a two second, he did like a five second pause. And then he came back on a quicker cadence so it's like a whole new energy hit like i could feel like i'm like okay i see what the fuck you just like did, you bro. see the whole crowd yeah. shift. Like. yeah and then you use it you yeah. tour and you use it you're like okay <laughs> yeah that does work that does work you know what i mean yeah. like it's crazy. it's a it's a fucking science bro just like anything else it's it's a science dog so, so were you like the
1: first one to ever like be like known as a, a stoner comedian
0: Nah, I think Cheech and Chong owned oh, before that before
1: them, yeah, yeah, before
0: yeah, them Yeah, Cheech and Chong owned that uh, Doug you were, Benson You said you were on tour with them too, right? Yeah, dude, I've done a lot of work with, like, a lot of work with them I've done grand openings with Tommy Chong Comedy shows, a lot of work with Tommy uh, Hosted his birthday party Like, I owe a lot to that
1: motherfucker He's one of the coolest cats in the how'd world how did you fucking come across me? him? Just at a tour or something? Oh, like? dude,
0: so on radio uh, oh. I got to interview him on radio and, uh, Before you got into, com- yeah, well, no, I was in comedy, oh. and then and then it was just cra- Then we did the LOL Showtime Comedy Festival together, and uh, I remember he was sick, so I told him about this bomb soup spot, and that's how we clicked. And then the weirdest thing happened in the world, bro. So I I get. I send a D, uh, Facebook to messenger message back in the, cause it's back in the day. It's like yeah, eight yeah. or nine years ago, probably eight years ago. And I send it to Chong's Facebook. Like probably it's probably not him. Right. And I was like, Hey Tommy, it's stoner Rob. We've met twice. I reminded him where we met. We worked together. I was like, I see you're going to be at the Ontario Improv on the calendar. You're there two days after my show. Is there any way I could score a couple tickets? You know, so I could bring my wife. At the time I was married. And he writes back, hey, man, I need some help filling it out. You want to be on the show? Help me fill it out. And right there, I'm suspicious because I'm like, once they put your name, Up on the calendar, that thing's sold out, dog. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you know. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be like, is this really Tommy Chong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, and I go cool, and like as the weeks progress and gets closer, I'm like, hey, we're still good. He's like, yeah, because this flyer just like has his face, doesn't say who's with them, anything. Yeah, it just says Chong coming to the Ontario Improv. And I'm like, okay. And So the, the day comes, bro. And I go inside the improv. And Chong's sitting there. And he's sitting like where the people sit, the audience. And he's writing stuff down. And I'm like, hey, Tommy. And he just looks up and goes, hey, hey, man. I go, fuck. Hey, Stoner Rob. I, I don't know if you remember. He's like, yeah, I know who you are, man. And like, he's probably lying. <laughs> and then I go, I finally was just like, hey, am I supposed to be here? Like, was I DMing you? He goes, yeah, man, that was me. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, man. And then it blew, this is, this was probably one of the greatest, aside from my kids being born, because <laughs> you have to say that. Yeah. This, is <laughs> the, this is the greatest moment of my life. He tells me, I go, so how much time am I doing? He goes, time and I'm like, yeah, how much comedy time? He goes, oh no, you're not doing no time. And I'm like, oh, you want me to like do some hype work or he goes, no, nah, man. And I'm like, oh shit, am I going to host this thing? This going to be tight. And I go, am I hosting? He goes, sort of, this is a podcast. I'm like podcast. He goes, I'm about to go across the U.S and do this podcast. And it's basically me at all the improvs, interviewing different random crazy people all high as hell. No shit. And I'm like, Tice, what do you want me to do? He goes, oh, they didn't tell you? He said, you're gonna be my co-host on all these, man. I was like, what? He goes, you're my Cheech, man. And when he said, you're my Cheech,
1: man, (laughs) I was
0: like this has been the greatest day in my life i have videos because of, of being him being a fan, like right? obviously oh yeah, yeah. Like a huge, huge yeah fan. big time yeah. i have videos too of us signing autographs like that night and him going people are all like hey is that cheech <laughs> i'm like this is so nice <laughs>
1: Damn, he really talks like that, How huh? Cool and mellow like that? Oh,
0: yeah, bro. That fool's blown from the core, dude. Hey, man. Yeah. That, that <laughs> fool's gone. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that fool is So how'd that go, there? man? Doing all that shit and... Amazing. That's what, like, helped boost my
1: career, dude. Like, that shit took me to a whole nother level, man. Bro, opening up new doors and everything for you? How many episodes you guys do together? I believe, like... Just three or four. Are those up? Uh huh. On YouTube? I don't
0: know where the fuck they're at.
1: Never, never. Fucking they
0: were out. Check out Chong and Chong podcast. <laughs> uh oh, he did have his own podcast, right? But we, we just did, but we did them all at improvs. So it was amazing. From there, I just started working with him, doing like a lot of his, uh, comedy shows i was his personal interviewer so for his tv network i did all his interviews of him and in cheech and anybody that he wanted me to interview and then i would do all of his opening and shit and then i would open for him on stage it would be badass bro. but now i just like i'm doing my own thing working on my amazon prime special bro when's that coming out uh hopefully october this year
1: yes sir where's it gonna be filmed at?
0: Uh, here in Las Vegas at the brand new L.A. Comedy Club, bro. Brand new. No shit. This is the grand opening tomorrow night.
1: So do you are you ever, like, nervous about something like that? Like, when you come to uh, being in, like, a new situation like that where you got to film something live? I'm nervous
0: until I get to the club. And then it's like. <laughs> it's more anxiety about <clears throat> just getting there. Like, I'm more comfortable, like, in an entertainment scene, like, on stage and yeah. just in the environment of on stage. Like, once I get to the, like, the back parking lot of a comedy club, I could live there. I'm the most comfortable there. <laughs> we smoke weed out there, everything. And then the green room, you're like, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is just another day at the fucking office. This is, like, the water cooler <laughs> for regular people, you know what I mean? Yeah. See so you around the water cooler at lunch and then uh walking on the stage though is when the ultimate comfortability like when people would think after you do it for a while it's reverse like people would think it's that second they're like call your name and those curtains come and you walk through them is when you're like holy fuck right and that's yes. when i'm like yeah, all right Let's go. This is what I do. This is, I know I'm, I know what I'm about to do. (laughs) Like, I know what I'm capable of. Like, I know they're going to dig this shit. You know what I mean? So just with that confidence, they could feel that too. You come out with that confidence. Like I'm, I'm a somebody like, you're not just seeing some fucker from the bar.
1: Like I tore
0: the, I tore the fucking world doing this. You're lucky that I'm fucking here. You're ready for this. (laughs) They could feel that energy. They're like, Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. (laughs) It's like that big dick energy. You know what I mean? Like fucking women comics do it all. When they walk out and just own it, like that's the difference that like they'll kill from there. They're like, yeah, motherfuckers. Who's some of the women
1: comedian you like?
0: My favorite comedian. One of my favorite comedians of all time is Lucille Ball. So Lucille Ball is like my favorite. But like right now, uh, Rachel Wolfson. Uh, she's a real good she's a real good friend of mine real real good personal friend uh she's actually the chick who's the mime in the new jackass with her tongue in the taser have you seen the new jackass trailers with what they got a new one going on yeah it's just dropped it's the number one movie in america dude what bro
1: i'm sorry i don't keep up with all that holy (laughs) shit
0: yeah she's uh that's rachel wolfson she's very funny you guys check her the fuck out she's hilarious uh I also like Kate Quigley. I think Kate Quigley's fucking funny as fuck. Uh, Damn. I always thought Amy Schumer was hilarious. And I've always thought uh, Sarah Silverman was fucking great too. Sarah Silverman's style is just fucking awesome. Yeah, see, that's of the trailer. It'll show forever. Yep, that's him. The world
1: waited for what felt like forever. Then. We waited long. You ever met Knoxville? Yeah! Yeah? i met every single one of those fuckwads. Fucking guys. Man, this shit reminds me of shit like we used to do growing up. We just never videotaped it. The wait is over. Do stupid shit like this. God damn.
0: If you're gonna be dumb, Then you gotta be tough. You know why they always play that song? The the original guy who wrote that song? That's Johnny Knoxville's uncle. No sure. Uh-huh. If you're gonna be dumb, then you
1: gotta be tough. This
0: guy's
1: Bam's gone, right?
0: They all got into shit. Like, they they got beef now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's harder than any heavyweight in the MMA. I told Aaron it was a lightweight. That's not a lightweight. <laughs> what <you> <laughs> Francis and Gala We're in this together, cops. What's the worst that can happen? you said it wasn't
1: gonna feel like anything i just need you to like sit with my grandpa see
0: that's, that's her sure. that's racial oh, oh, oh. oh my god there ain't a bunch of nasa scientists right now can i get a cold
1: brew yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> will you make him an action oh boss? man they're fucking they're at it again that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's good to see yeah, I but check wait, out uh, Rachel uh, oh.
0: Wolfson's comedy. She's she's great. She's funny, dude. I've worked with her a lot. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. So you pretty much toured the world. You said then, huh? Uh, yeah, dude. It's I mean it's fun as fuck, man. Like we got Dubai coming up in so, a couple like,
1: months. You, you do? You, I know you fucking look back at your life. You're just like, damn, bro. I just fucking get like paid to smoke weed. Yeah, TV. I used to be
0: locked up for smoking weed, <laughs> and now I get paid to travel people. and smoke weed and just be high all the time like I've actually done like because I do a lot of like extra work I do like a lot of like c-list films I I do acting a lot too and uh (laughs) I've been told on sets like oh man you you're playing yourself, you're playing Stone and Rob. You don't look high enough. Can you go get a little more high? I'm like <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'll be right back. This is what acting is? I could take direction like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: be right back, motherfuckers. Say no more, man. So that's uh like now you got kids or anything? I got six. Oh shit. So that never got interfered with anything that you do?
0: It did. Like like certain women can't handle that. Like I have an ex wife. And we have three kids together, and then I have three other baby moms. <laughs> um, the woman I'm with right now, Mariah, she's awesome though. She knows what I do, you yeah, know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. And then when I can, I take them. So like, especially if it's somewhere cool, like if if the pay, especially if the pay's amazing, and I could afford to like take right now, them yeah. on their dime, I'm like, let's run it. You know what I mean? Like Disney World, shit like that. But like. uh, there's just certain times, like, there is those head bumps. They're like, you're going to Dubai? I want to go to Dubai. Yeah. I'm like, why do you want to go to Dubai? You can't even go outside after 6. <laughs> yeah, unless I accompany you, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, so that's how it is, too, with my kids. Because they, they know I travel because I do photography. So, like, I get flown out all the time. Like, yeah. Like, Cali and shit, and, like, New York sometimes, and fucking Miami, a bunch of L.A., uh, but it's cool as shit, though, because they see their dad, and they're just like, damn, I want to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm doing, I'm chasing a dream, you know? Yeah, I mean? exactly, bro, exactly. So, like, it's just, like, I got to get up and go, like, doing this thing. That's why I was trying to make the mess out of every opportunity that comes across, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we're going to be in the same location. You happen to be off today. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, today's <laughs> my day
0: off. I just fucking chilled. My lady's going to be like, can you make dinner? It's what
1: your you- day off. I'm like, I just came. If we send you home, no, right? Exactly, <laughs> we're better go meet the boys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, it'll be my fault. Don't worry, you can fall in line with the rest of the all she the- will track you down. <laughs> She's like, You're not leaving me with a newborn and a two year old. Oh, I don't want to, uh, never mind. I was gonna say, Well, my wife's at home with three under three right now. That's crazy, bro. And, uh, applaud our wives, though, appreciate them. Yes, much love, appreciate you for allowing. My man Rob stone Rob coming through yes this was fun man man how how long you been in Vegas since uh after the improv so you've just been torn after the improv bro. yeah
0: like and then i, I uh I got lucky enough for the l a comedy club to basically get give me a home extend a home to me out here so I just decided to get another house out here just rent one and fucking do my thing out here so I do a lot of comedy out here. I still do a lot in L.A., so I'm back and forth. But I was blessed because when the pandemic hit, Vegas pretty much stayed open except for like that one fucking two-week period. Yeah, where they closed <clears throat> down. And the club stayed open. So when nobody could find work, <laughs> I was performing every night on
1: stage. So that was fucking and awesome. like clubs, like yeah, in the in the L.A. comedy club. Oh no, shit! So I was like, this is fucking awesome because so like people were still coming through too. Like- yeah, so like you it
0: was packed. We're the only goddamn because on. we're at half
1: capacity, spread out. It was fucking packed, bro. <laughs> I could sell out any room at half capacity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how was the transition coming in from here to L.A.? Was it bad, good, or it's a different? Like
0: like uh. I pride myself on being able to read the room and do comedy but i've seen a lot of people that come from la try to do their la thing and it doesn't doesn't work work because this these rooms especially in casinos out here on the strip they're 90 percent tourists so you have people from everywhere you know what i mean yeah yeah people from yeah all over the place so it's like you got to get them going dude like We just had people from Germany at a show on Sunday night. What about the
1: language barrier? You know what I'm saying? No, they'll
0: get it. Like, you'll be surprised, man. (laughs) Like, uh, places around the world speak English better than most of us, bro. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you go to, like, China and do comedy, and they, like, speak way better English and appropriate. Because they learn it from England. (laughs) They don't (laughs) learn it from us. Like, I speak good English.
1: (laughs) I speak proper English. My English spoken good. (laughs) The fuck you talking about? Get out of (laughs) here. Oh, shit. So what was your favorite place to perform at, man? What was your favorite crowds? My favorite crowds? Yeah, like like your best response everywhere you go. Oh, that
0: one's hard. I would have to say Southern California. Southern like, Cal? Yeah, SoCal. That's home. So, like, when I go there, it's like, whew, I know that it's, it's going like, to kill It's it. like
1: Shawn Michaels going to San Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Put
0: the diamond on the ring like I'm Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and and then after that, I'd say Hawaii. I get a, such an awesome uh, reception in Hawaii. Uh, people love my shit. They They fucking take care of you out there give you fuck like
1: like i got weed for you i got weed and i mean like the, d- that also do you feel like you being like a weed character also opens like many doors to you for like oh. fans and like other growers and oh 100 just sending bro. you shit in it like hey check this out
0: what 100 100 dude like i get so from my from the backpack i have there to everything we've literally smoked out of nothing's costed a dollar right here <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like backpacks 500 it is 300 fucking da. and and it's, it's a blessing bro yeah. it's cool as fuck because I remember wanting all the cool shit you know what I mean like 1997 smoking weed would be like I want that cool glass pipe I hate this yeah, that's, metal pipe that's super I hate dope this ass can, can. yeah those graphic, fatty ones those graphic we're graphic, like oh my yeah. god that's the coolest thing in the world <laughs> you know what I mean I'm over yeah. here making a canned pipe you know what I mean? And, and now just to, to be blessed to have all this, that's why I do like a lot of giveaways. Like I'll ask the companies like, can I get two of them, one for a giveaway? You know what I mean? Like if I promotion. get something, I want to fucking give one out. I want to bless the fuck out of somebody. I want somebody like, and it's the best when someone gets something you could tell. Cause like we were all there. You know what I mean? I used to be homeless on the beach when I was fucking 17 bro. And when I fucking get it to somebody, And they're maybe less fortunate or just struggling or, like, a single-income family. And they get this, like, badass $500 or $1,000 rig that everybody's trying to get. And they're sold out everywhere. or Just anything like that. (laughs) And they get one. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? And they're just like, the fucking thank you notes and the tags you get it's just awesome as shit bro like it's so awesome like (laughs) to see that you're like fuck yeah dude fuck yeah get high as fuck out of that thing man (laughs) i fucking stone right like i want to be like santa i want to be able to see him smoke i could see you (laughs) i want (laughs) to see them smoking out
1: of it man are you working to get your own cushion or anything like that
0: oh yeah i got a lot of things coming up uh so we can't Talk, talk about, about really 80. anything to the launches but pretty much I could tell you I'm gonna have a pre-roll here in Las Vegas and either a pre-roll or something different that's gonna be badass in LA I'm really trying to push this other thing but <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay but Vegas yes it'll be out hopefully by the end of this year. So, I'm working with uh, Redwood Distribution. So, okay. hopefully, some Redwood Distribution, probably one of the best distros out here in Las Vegas, dude, for That's sure. That's what's up. For World Blessings sure. for that, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they grow Mike Tyson's, Tommy Chong's, Cheech's, and Dizzy Wright's.
1: So, you meet Cheech too, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I work a lot with both of them. We were just, this last 420, we were all together in Palm Springs.
1: Fucking hanging out,
0: smoking some dough? Yeah, and doing an appearance in comedy at the vault. They have their dispensaria
1: fucking delivery service you up got, there. You got any fucking like stoner stories with them? Like when you guys are token one?
0: Oh, yeah. dude, I got one good one. This is on the road. This ain't even I got one good one. I we're sharing a fridge in this like back green room and I'm I have hot pockets because I know I'm gonna be fucking starving after in the hotel room while stone. So I put them in the fridge, and then Chong put something in the fridge, like the freezer with my Hot Pockets. Yeah. But like right on top of them, like the whole freezer is empty, <laughs> and he put something right on top of them. So I'm just like, that was weird. I'm like, hey, what? What'd you put in the freezer? And he goes, oh man. So, you know, I take RSO suppositories <laughs> for my colon. This is when he had colon cancer. I'm like, oh yeah. And he's all, so I have to keep him cold. I'm like, so those were your fucking ass pills? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. I'm like, why'd you put them on top of my hot pockets, dude? And he never answers, but this is what he says. He goes, you know, you know, I have to keep them cold. That's what they say. And I have to take them like that, man. And he goes, you know what the shittiest part about that is? And I'm just like, what? And it it's uh, that I only get to do it once a day because that feels good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you nasty fucker, dude. <laughs> Never understood why you put him on top of my hot box. It's like <laughs> Are you claiming dominance of this freezer right now, man? Like Apple Mel in this building. Bro, that movie's on some fun. There's like I have millions of those stories, like just funny shit, dude. Funny shit, like one time because Cheech is actually building a uh, his Latino Museum, the Museum of Hispanic Arts is yeah. opening in my hometown of Riverside. And we were talking about that in the green room one time out here in Las Vegas doing a show. And he goes, Hey, do you got any weed? And I just always think it's funny <laughs> when like someone like Cheech and Chong are like Snoop Dogg or like, ask you, like you got weed? weed? I'm like, Do I have weed? What the fuck? <laughs> You, you have your own strain name. They're like, what, where's your weed? And I'm like, you don't know weeds? I'm like, nah, bro. I want to smoke in the room tonight. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can walk into the dispensary and be like, hey, it's me, hey, Cheese.
1: Can I get some weed? Can I
0: have free weed? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, how much you want? And this is where I knew he was going to chill, like, <laughs> or kick some down to somebody, like his son or so- something, because he's yeah. like, I don't know. like And you know when people get you, like, I don't know, like, a bl- like usually like a blunt or something, you know? So goes, I don't know, like a half ounce? Like, like a half ounce? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So I go, yeah, hold on, bro. So I go, we don't have no bags. And I only have like a half pound on me. And so we had gotten our, the show catered in the back green room. All our dressing rooms had Chinese food. So I took one of the bags they gave us and I ripped, oh, you know yeah, the old yeah, school? Yeah. I ripped the bottom corner. And I give it to Chichi. He goes, Did you give this shit to me in a grocery bag? <laughs> I go, yeah. He goes, You really are from Riverside, like, huh? <laughs> I was like, Do you want it? He's like, yeah. I was like, I should have fucking left the teriyaki sauce in there, dog. In, in the, the back order. Yeah. <laughs> Just squirt a little. That it, that dude. Oh,
1: shit. We just always funny shit, dude. It's fun being on the dude, road. Dude, that had to be like surreal for you though, right? In those moments, like oh yeah, get back at it, like yeah, bro, talking, I'm with Cheech and Chong. Just,
0: yeah, like, yeah. So, like, like at the end of the night when you sit down, because when you're in the moment, they're so cool. It's home. just like you're with one of the boys, you yeah, know, just hanging out. And then when you go home that night, and then like your, like your brothers and your homies and your sisters and your mom and all your homies are calling and, like so dude how was it how was it bro? and you're just like what i was chilling dude it's work <laughs> like this is what i do it's like yeah we saw it we saw it on instagram blah, blah blah and then like you hang up you're like yeah it's pretty fucking tight bro yeah like, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, like recently like I, I just shot like Cam and uh, not Cam, but uh, yay in that drake concert that i was recently here in la oh and yeah I took pictures of it bro yeah and i was here fucking for that and it was like like my highest point in my like fucking photography career I was like holy shit bro like i'm i'm literally could have touched yeah he was like literally from here to there like just standing and I was just fucking snapping away that's tight, bro. It was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking just showing my kids, dude, like you could do anything. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. That was, that was the most beautiful thing about the whole part. Like, like my kids are watching this shit right now and their dad's down here taking fucking photos. I know
0: when it. I get to see my, cause my oldest is 13. Yeah. So when I get to see my, my oldest and I'll be like, like I take her out, take her to sushi, take her, you know, do fucking whatever she wants. And, uh, I'll tell her, like, what I've been doing. i am like, yeah, last weekend dad had to go do this, this, and this. And she's like, that's badass. You know what I mean? And she's like, that's so fucking bad. And then I'll bring her shit. I'm like, I brought you guys this and this. And uh, it's just great because I know she gets to go to school and be like,
1: my fucking dad.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my dad.
1: Yeah, that's how my daughter was thinking about it when I was. she was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe you're there right now. And I was like, man, I was just letting you guys know, man, anything's possible. I'll show you some of these flicks. But yeah, man, I ended up But going,
0: then it sucks when you go to your kid's school and these fucking stupid parents are like, stoner Rob. And you're like, dude, you <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I've shit. I've had kids picking up my kids in elementary, bro. I've had like fifth graders go, you're stoner Rob. Like, how the fuck, the fuck do fuck you do know that?
1: Like, yeah, that, that's uh, like some of my, friend, my, my kids' friends. They listen to my podcast, too, so it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, if
0: you're listening now, go to school, you little fuck. Go to sleep. <laughs> what
1: the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> listening to my shit. But, yeah, um, appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's
0: not real. <laughs> <laughs> is <laughs> Can't be at every mall at oh, one time. time. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck everyone's house. He can't be at I, every I, mall.
1: I actually told my my kids Santa wasn't real. How do you feel about that? Do you give them the hopes and dreams of like a Santa being bringing presents or what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm old school. Like, and then I never even have the talk. Like, like I know when they figure it out. <laughs> like, I know when they don't buy it no more. But like, here's the thing: as long as you have. Like my my oldest kids are like this is I'm always gonna rake in, because as long as you have still little younger brothers and sisters that have to believe yeah then there's because they they'll ask questions like why didn't Nina get a present you know what I mean yeah and then if you're like well after a certain age. Oh, so you don't have to be good after that age? Like, what the this fuck? Like, I've been doing... I've been, no. I've been
1: being good the whole time. I do they like, start
0: freaking? Like, fucking anxiety little kids these days. Like, so you're telling me when I'm 14 I'm not going to get on my process? Like, bitch, you're four right now. You're worrying about... Ten, you're freaking out about <laughs> 10 years from now. You know, you might not even be alive. <laughs> <laughs> why are you freaking? Now why are you crying? Why are you crying? Yeah. So how, how old is your oldest? 13. Uh, 13? Yeah, my youngest is... Two and a half months. How old, no, three months. Three months yesterday. How old were you when you had her? Or had him? Uh, my, Her. Her. My oldest, I was, she was born in 2008. So, I was 25. So, at the time, you you're touring with Cheech and Chong right now? Or no, not yet. I was just, do, I was doing comedy. Oh, was but like, I wasn't touring with them yet. That was now, later on? Yeah, that was when she turned about three three or four when did you get your like whole own headliner? How was that? That was honestly once I got divorced. Once I was <laughs> once I got divorced and was able to be free. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know yeah. it sounds horrible, but dude, no. my marriage was fucked up. No, no, like she was like a prison. Like I would leave, and then I try to go home, and if because she knew I was gonna leave, yeah, she took my fuck. She would take my house keys off and shit. So I'd be sleeping in my car in the front yard and shit, and. It was just bad, bro. No shit. So, like, once I left and was able to, like, start touring to do comedy, like, touring the U.S. and shit, getting my name out there and toning my craft, it was fucking on, bro. Like, it was on. Like, I'd say probably, like, 2013 to between 2013, 2015 is when I started to really, like, go and headline and then about, like, 2017, 2018 is when, like, I was known as, like, like this fool's a headliner. You yeah. know what I mean? He headlines are features. That's
1: it. You know what I mean? So, the when you say you had a cheat sheet, right? You basically, like, you just fucking just took off, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty
0: much, dude.
1: Yeah, like and once you got was, your foot in the door. I'm grateful
0: for it, because... I got a lot of opportunities from a lot of like really cool and famous cats that I I got to work with, and they would give me shots on shows like Ralphie Mae. Rest in peace. That fool gave me a lot, a lot of chance. Like, he let me open all the time for him, do a lot of shit for him. Uh, Tommy Chong, fucking uh, Felipe Esparza, uh, Jeff Garcia, fucking, fucking so much, Bobby Lee. Uh, it's just so many goddamn people let me do shows <laughs> for him. And I'm like, like George Lopez. I'm like, dude, this is just. How is George Lopez? Man? George Lopez is a cool motherfucker, bro. He's a real cool cat. smoke weed? Yeah. Hell yeah. He has some weed line in LA. It's called El Chingon. El Chingon? Mm-hmm. No way, bro. Mm-hmm.
1: That's fucking dope. It's in
0: LA. You could go, you can buy it in LA. It's uh George Lopez's weed strain. He's actually shooting right now for promo for the Super Bowl they're doing like this whole la thing like they're shooting like Like, him danny trejo like east yeah
1: yeah pretty much yeah Yeah. like hood shit you know what i mean yeah 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 that's what's up man so where you at now you said you're uh up the street every thursday friday uh at the strat yeah yeah you catch me there like thursday to through sunday or thursday through monday What do you got coming up in the future, man, that you can share before we get out of
0: here? Shit, tons of stuff, honestly. I'm going to be at the San Jose Improv, February 23rd, if you want to check me out there. I'll be in Houston, um, March 27th. March 23rd, I'm actually in... uh, In uh, Utah, in St. George, if you want to come check me out. If you're in Utah listening (laughs) to this, that's weird if you are.
1: Uh, We actually got listeners there.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Well, fuck it. Come check me out. Drive to St. George, fuckers. And then um, let's see what else we got coming up. Also in March, I'll be in Phoenix hosting the Phoenix Cannabis Awards. And shit, we have a lot of stuff coming up all the way up to July... We have the Las Vegas Cannabis Awards, 710. Just check me out uh, all on Instagram, all social media. Honestly, it's Stoner Rob, all one word. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Stoner Rob. You could check out all my flyers, and I'll be at a city near you.
1: If I'm not, your city fucking sucks. <laughs> Nobody wants to go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I want to just uh, give my gratitude. Appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. No problem, man. man. next time I come back out here, we'll definitely link back up and do another one of these, man. Yeah, bring some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you wanted any, but. No, I don't drink it. Yeah, man. That's I don't how know. you bribe I was going to go ahead and take this out. We're going to go get high some more before he cuts out, man. Maybe kidnap him from his wife for the night. I don't know yet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out, man. Hey, appreciate you again, bro. This is Stoner Rouse, gonna take us out, man, when he's on Jimmy Kimmel. Peace and love, man. This is your boy Jay Ben, on the Cushy Coffee Podcast. High <laughs> 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 you're like, what the fuck? And
0: then you look at a friend and you like, it's geology. I'll, fit me. I'll explain it after. He's doing shit right now. <laughs> it's fun touring around, you guys. I like to go everywhere, but I go back to Hollywood. So I'm from Hollywood, California. And I love Hollywood. there's a lot of weed shops out there but there's also a lot of transvestites out there too you know what i mean but when i see a dude dressed like a chick i don't even trip i just wonder and i'm like are they gay or are they bi and then i walk down sunset
1: boulevard and there's a sign.